Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to Gabby Gab's Room Podcast. This is your girl Gabby, and we are on to the second part of this uh, podcast series. It, it's been a little crazy since the moment I uploaded my first episode, my first part. I want to say like the first day I got probably like 47 plays. Which was really crazy. I mean, honestly, I ha- I wasn't even expecting half of that. And it's been almost a week now, and I am up to 109 plays. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to take in this moment, and it feels so surreal. I mean, I know other podcasts, they, they their numbers are like triple that amount in like one hour but to me this is a pretty crazy moment like I'm pretty proud of myself it's taken a lot of strength and courage to explain my story and even a lot more strength to be able to post it up on social media and allow the people that I know or that are very close to me to be able to hear myself speak about this it's oh man it's it's been crazy but I am I'm grateful from the bottom of my heart to those that have tuned in and listened to this, whether you have already listened to it, you've experienced it with me, or you are listening to my story for the first time. So without further ado, here is part two. I wanted to give you guys a little short recap. In part one, I go a little bit into detail on how I purchased a multiple dog, Prince. He got sick and during the time he was getting sick, I was pregnant without even realizing it. But when he died, about a week later, I ended up finding out that I'm pregnant and I freak out a lot. It was unexpected. It wasn't planned for sure. So once I find out, I go to the first ultrasound and they didn't see any baby there. So then that same day, I go to a little mini getaway vacation with my ex that he had planned. And we spend a day there and it was beautiful. It was a beautiful cabin and in the middle of like a forest. And it was just a really nice experience. We come home and... My mother wasn't really in good terms with my ex because of how my relationship with him was for a year and a half. He ends up sitting down on the table with my mother and she forgives him for the things that went on between him and I. And so now this is part two. Everything was fine up until an hour later. I was at the table talking to my mom. He had already left home. I ended up going to the restroom before leaving to go get some dinner and I started discharging. My heart sank when I discharged. Um, I knew then at that moment something was wrong and the first ultrasound not being able to see something and it just it was it was um my heart just sank. There, There really is no words to put together to describe how I felt but my world stopped so the moment I clean um the discharge I at my I I screamed for my mother and 
um, she runs into the restroom and I said, what's this? Um, I started crying. I started freaking out. I didn't know what to do. I'm like, what's this? What's this? What's this? Like, I, I, oh, it was a very crazy experience. And my mom just says, you know what, Miha, it's okay. You know, calm down. Everything's fine. We're going to go to the emergency room. You're going to be okay. And then my sister comes in and her best friend comes in and you can tell how supportive they were trying to be. The words that were coming out of their mouth and their facial expressions and body language was not matching up. I said, okay, well, I need to go to the emergency room. My sister's like, okay, like, okay, we're going to go. Don't worry about it. We're going to go there and um, call, call your ex, or call your boyfriend and tell him to meet us there or, or let him know what's going on. So I said, okay. So we're on our way to the ER. We get there. He gets there and um, <clears throat> everyone's there. So they take me in. They do, they request blood work for the HCG levels, the hormone levels. And um, I'm just pretty much explaining to the nurse and then the doctor what my experience, what's going on. And so they schedule an ultrasound. So we were there, give or take, probably like about 7.30, 8 o'clock in the evening. And I remember my ultrasound, the girl was no type of facial expression she was she was so professional I was trying to read her and when she would talk to me she would smile and she would be like oh you know and we were just talking and stuff and then I go back to change and at around 11 11 30 uh the doctor comes in and she has like a smile on her face you can say and she says well your hcg levels came back at one 62 or 163 and you said um, based off of your menstrual cycle you should be at seven weeks and so that's not matching you should be at 10,000 to maybe even 20,000 on your hcg levels you know that doesn't look right so we're gonna still wait on the ultrasound results um, we're gonna see uh, how that goes and she was being really like upbeat she was trying to be happy trying to because in the room it was it was just my ex and I and I'm looking at her like wow why are you talking to me like this like what's so funny about this situation like how can you just stand there and smile and I I honestly thought she was being very insensitive so when she leaves my ex tells me like hey Gabby I think you should calm down like you seem really upset with her and I told him I feel like she's being really insensitive so we were just talking um we were waiting for the results to come in and that's when she had told me hey so um I wanted to let you know that you did have a miscarriage and um but it's okay you know I I've known plenty of friends that have gone through miscarriages and they they jump right back in and they end up having another kid and everything's great but you're so young you know don't even worry about it and at that point I was just livid I was so upset I she read she's read my face and she told me she said am I doing anything wrong and I said I just don't understand how is it that I went through a miscarriage? You can't see anything, but I haven't bled. You know, I haven't gone through any pain. The only 
thing I've experienced with like discharge or even bleeding has been today. And she said, well, that's a misconception. Not everyone bleeds. And so she starts telling me all of this. So my ex and I end up leaving the emergency room. And as we're driving to my house, it was very scary for me. I didn't know what he was thinking. I didn't even know how to feel. I was still trying to process the fact that I was even pregnant to begin with. And then now, all of a sudden, I've lost my baby. I had asked him, what are you thinking? Are you okay? Is this a good thing? Is this the bad thing? Tell me what you're thinking. Why are you so quiet? I'm here, you know. And he was very short. He cut me off emotionally. So on the way back home, it was a very scary moment for me. I was trying to keep it together. I was trying not to cry, but it was very hard. I was, I felt I had already lost half of my heart, you know, when, when the doctor had told me I had lost my pregnancy. And now I feel like I'm losing my relationship when I had just gotten it back. It was just, I was sinking I was sinking very fast. So then when we get to my house, we say our goodbyes. And then I take a deep breath and I walk inside my house. I see all my family at the dinner table. And no one had eaten dinner and everyone was just waiting for me. I told them, I said, well, the doctor says I had a miscarriage, but I don't know. Like, I I don't know. I I don't think I have. I, I go to bed and I'm just praying and I said you know what God I don't deserve this I probably did bad getting pregnant but save this pregnancy you know save this pregnancy because even though I felt like I wanted an abortion I don't you know it's I want this I want this I I want this because this is my baby it's what the man that I'm in love with and I don't want to lose a pregnancy And so I went to bed, I got up early in the morning and everyone was in the living room and I just, I get up, I walk to my mom's bed and I just lay there. And no one was, no one was in my mom's room. I just, I wanted her bed. And so I lay down and she comes in and she's like, are you okay? Like, do you need anything? And so I said, no, I'm fine. Come 9.45, I started cramping. And at that moment, I told myself, okay, Gabby, this is your miscarriage. You're going to go through this. You don't know how, but you're going to get through this. For you ladies that are listening, it's like cramping, um, just a thousand times worse, the pain. And then emotionally, it's triple times that. Because you know what's going on and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. So it's worse. It, it feels worse more emotionally than physically. And I was just, everything was just hitting me all at once. So, so I take a couple of deep breaths and then I text message my, my ex and I tell him, hey, are you okay? How are you feeling? And he says, well, it sucks, but I feel like I just need my space. And I said, okay, well, do you still want to be with me? Like, 
I don't know what gave me the need to ask. And he said, I don't know what I want right now. And I said, wow, like, here we go. I'm definitely going to go through this by myself. And I did not tell him I was bleeding. That's one thing I didn't because me being the loving girlfriend who's very considerate, I didn't want him to get injured at work. I didn't want him to not concentrate on what he was doing. So for the safety of him being at work and stuff, I just, I didn't tell him anything. Right, right around 12, 1230, I feel my stomach wanting to push. I want to say about two minutes after me coming out of my mom's restroom, I had to push again. So then I go to my restroom at this this time and I'm laying, I'm sitting down there and my stomach starts pushing again. And during that time, my ex told me, he sent me a message and he said, it's best that you lost this pregnancy because I don't want to be with you. And and then I that's when I hear something drop inside my inside my toilet. I didn't know what to do. I froze. I look at the toilet and it was just clogs of blood and something it, it looked like this clear thing that had blood inside and for some reason I just yell for my sister and I tell her Debbie come here and um she runs to the restroom and she says what happened and I said what's that and she she's like what's what and I'm like look at the toilet look at the toilet like what is it and she looks down and she says it's nothing and I said no Debbie that's my baby that that's my baby that's my baby and I just kept saying it over and over and my sister just kept saying Gabby no it's not it's not it's just blood like that's all what it is it's okay sister like it's fine uh, it was just a really really emotional moment and my sister grabs my shoulders and she shakes me she says Gabby like calm down and I said okay like okay you're right you're right. I'm going to be okay. It's maybe it's nothing and uh, okay, okay. Thank you. You know, I'm I'm just trying to collect my thoughts, collect my emotions and so she gets out of the restroom and I just stare right down at it. And at that moment, I knew that this restroom will never be the same for me ever again. Honestly, as disgusting as it may sound, I wanted to just go in there and grab all of all of what came out of me and just carry it into my arm my hands and and just look for my baby and I just couldn't until this day I can honestly say I regret it I I should have done that I took a couple of deep breaths and I just flushed it down the toilet I go back to my mom's room and I just lay there Around 10.30, I text him and I said, Hey, I hope you had a good day at work. Um, I just want to let you know that I had my miscarriage today. And all he tells me is, Well, I'm sorry you had to go through this. Um, it sucks. But what can we do? And I said, Okay. Um, well, have a good night. <laughs> 
So the next day I go to the ER and my sister comes with me with her best friend. I know she wanted to be there for me. I know my sister wanted to hug me tight and honestly, I I didn't. I, I wanted my ex to be there. I wanted him to hug me. I wanted him to hug me so hard that I, I stopped crying because I feel safe. I told my sister before going inside the room, I said, I, I need to be alone right now. And she's like, are you sure? Like, I can go with you. And I'm like, no, I just want to be alone. Um, I wasn't crying in front of them aside from that that moment that um, my sister saw me crying. And I'm a very prideful person. If I was going to cry, I wanted to be by myself. So I go inside the room and there I go, getting poked again, taking another pregnancy test, changing my gowns and... It was a long day. I didn't know what to do with my ex, so I text his cousin that I felt okay to text. He trusted her a lot of things, so I and I did too. She said, "I'm sorry you're going through this, and don't worry about it. I'll, I'll text my cousin." He ends up finding out that I text her, and he is livid. He is so upset with me. He's telling me what the F are you doing? It's none of her effing business. Like, why are you telling my family? Now she wants to come to my house and my mom's gonna find out and I don't need people knowing. And he just went off on me and he said, all I needed was my space and you're not giving me my space. So I didn't reply to him. And then he text messages me a couple hours later and we go back and forth a little bit and then that's it. I waited six hours to get an ultrasound, and that lady was horrible. Oh, the ultrasound technician, she was just very old and bitter. So our conversation went a little something like this. She asked me how much of an age difference was my ex, and that he probably forced me into having sex. She questioned if I was married, and then I wasn't, obviously, and she had said, well, maybe next time you try to get pregnant, you should probably be married. You know, you're too young to be getting pregnant right now, especially if you're not married. Um, are you kidding? Like, really? Bleeding. I'm bleeding as we speak. And you are telling me all of this? You're just extremely so unprofessional. I, I was just so taken back at everything she was telling me and... I didn't know how to react to it. When she was done, I go back and after like about an hour later, the doctor comes in and he sits down and I just see him so sad. For whatever reason, I felt so much comfort. And he said, Miss Traboni, I am so sorry, but unfortunately you did have a miscarriage. Um, he discharged me and he gave me about a week um, to two weeks to be at home and kind of stay in and rest um, and not work. And so I went home. All that week after that, I was home alone. And I have a really big movie collection, so I wanted to watch the Hangover movie series. So on Tuesday, I did that. I watched the complete series and I went to the beach. I got a sweater, I got my diary, I got a pen, and I went to the beach. I cried a little bit, and then I forced myself to stop crying, and then I came back home, 
And then I I rewatched all the movies again, the Hangover movies. And there were times where I wanted to cry, so I would stop the movie and I would tell myself out loud, okay? I was home alone and I would tell myself, okay, Gabby, five minutes. You're only going to give yourself five minutes and you're not going to cry the rest of the day. And I did that. That's how it was for that week. And when it came down to my ex, he he really had his distance. There was not much talking for the first couple of days after my miscarriage. On the Wednesday, I ended up texting my ex and I told him that we needed to talk. So he ends up coming over and he was very distant from me. He said he didn't love me and he didn't want to be with me and it was just best to break up. I cried for the first time in my life. I begged, and it's humiliating to say this, but it happened. I begged him not to leave. And I told him, if he leaves me now, at this moment that I'm still bleeding after my miscarriage, I will never take him back. And it would be the last time I would ever want anything to do with him. Because if he can't be with me at my lowest, then what's to say he would ever be able to be with me period he was very closed he had such an emotional barrier up he was getting frustrated I was getting annoyed with the way he was treating me and there was a point in our conversation where I asked him I said why are you like this why do you not care why are you so cold why are you mistreating me and he looks at me and he raises his voice and he said because nothing was there Nothing was there. Nothing happened. There was nothing there. There was no baby. I had taken a few pictures of me bleeding uh, just in case the doctors needed it. So what I did was I grabbed my phone. I go through whatever my body had released in the toilet. And I show him. In the first time in our relationship, I yell at him. And I said, don't you ever say that this was nothing. You look at my phone and you look at my face and you tell me that this is nothing. And he doesn't look at my phone. He just stares right at me. And I look at him dead in the eye and I yell at him again. And I say, look at my phone and you tell me that this was nothing. He looks at my phone and his eyes get really red. I can see him like take a step back and he looks at me and just... This barrier that he had put for the first hour of our conversation was just brought down. And he looks at me and he says, I am so sorry I said that to you. I didn't realize it was this bad. Please forgive me for what I said. And I I just, I'm, I'm way out of line right now at this point. Then we both calm down and he gives me a kiss and tells me that he will message me when he gets home from work. And that he does love me and he apologizes for the way he has been reacting for the past couple of days. We were still together at that point and then he started coming around after that. But it was a very lonely moment for me. I did feel like I went through it by myself but I didn't because I did have my family with me. Within the month after my miscarriage, I took back my ex two different times so we were together three times after my miscarriage within that he had told me that 
he had tried to get his his ex-baby mama and it was really hard for me because he did it not not even a month after my miscarriage for whatever his reasons were to me they just weren't enough and even then I still took him back but my last straw with my ex was definitely when after my miscarriage he got upset because I gave him my opinion he didn't like it and he went two days without speaking to me not asking if I was okay if I was alive not giving me a good morning message nothing and it wasn't then that I realized I didn't matter to him I was nothing to him he didn't care about me and for the first time out of 10 different times I was the one who broke up with him going through my miscarriage was definitely a life-changing experience it was very painful it was very traumatic but the fact that I knew I wasn't alone brought some type of comfort and I got through it. This is pretty much it for part two. I do have one more episode and that will be giving you guys an update of what has happened after my miscarriage, how I have dealt with it and what is current going on in my life oh man it's gonna be a crazy episode definitely but I did want to say thank you guys for tuning in and please feel free to share this episode to anyone you feel like may need to listen to my story I do appreciate you guys tuning in and all of your feedback thank you for being so positive and so supportive uh, through this journey If anyone would like to share their story or have some type of communication with me, you can do it even anonymously through my Tumblr page at gabbygabsroom.tumblr.com. I would love to hear from you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in and have a good one.